Hi guys, welcome back to Living Tacky, a podcast where we chat all things nursing. I'm Shay and I'm an oncology nurse. And I'm Kat, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. This is a place where we like to have transparent conversations about a career that is endlessly rewarding and equally as challenging. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. We still suck and took a very long break. Um, <laughs> it's just hard to coordinate our schedules over here. It is. And but, it's, but. And it's summer. Well, yeah, that too. I feel like we've been doing random things, but we're back. And today's episode, we want to talk about six things we wish we knew before starting our nursing jobs. Um so we're excited about that. We've put some thought into trying to narrow it down just to main things because yeah. there are of course a million things that you could say. But as usual, we want to start with little updates. Kat, go ahead. Beautiful. Okay, major updates for me. I re-signed up with Orange Theory and I'm obsessed again. I originally oh, no. <laughs> I know it's bad. It. Well, it's bad and it's good. I, I've i been having a really hard time working out and eating healthy with work. On my off days, I'm like so great. I eat like homemade meals. I work out. It's just so hard for me to get in a routine of getting up in the morning or doing it after work or even just like eating clean all day because I don't like what I packed or I didn't pack or like whatever. Yeah. Packing lunch is hard because if you get to lunch and it's just not what you want, you're like, oh. Right. And then when I work multiple days in a row, I'm like eating the same thing or I just don't have homemade food. So I've been struggling with that. So I signed up for the Orange Theory Transformation. <laughs> I can't talk. Transformation Challenge. Yeah, and I just both worked. Both just worked 12 hours. Can you tell? <laughs> it's like- this, these are the best and the worst episodes because we're absolutely delirious. Um, but the transform so transformation challenge. So that is the biggest thing for me right now. I'm trying to focus on my health because I just it's not even about looks, but it's just like my insides don't feel good, you know. So yeah, I've mentality exactly. Um, and sometimes I need like a kickstart challenge, motivation type thing to get me going. Um, that's. but other than that I'm honestly just like trying to balance enjoying summer with working I think that it was so much easier for me to block days when I worked nights last summer so I'm trying to like adjust to the day shift thing because it just so happens that every day I work it's beautiful out and then every day that I'm off it's pouring rain or it's like smoky here or something so I'm just trying to like figure that out, but I have a few vacations planned coming up. So I'm just getting my life together with my summer class, which I absolutely dread. It's information technology and I literally want to die. Um, Wait, where are you going on vacation? Cape Cod and Newport, just like kind of homey vacations. Matt and That's I are fun. trying to plan um, an all-inclusive like tropical vacation for like early fall, but it's really hard because some places, first of all, some places aren't safe right now. And I have never done all-inclusive. And I know it's kind of like l- usually less, not not less safe, but like less um, expensive, I guess, like it, all around. So it's more affordable and that way it's like more less upscale. I don't know. It makes me nervous because I don't know where I'm going to end up. 
So I'm trying to look for like a fun tropical vacation. So if anyone has any um recommendations, thoughts? yeah, yes. any any recommendations, let me know. Because you you go to Florida usually when you go away, right? Yeah, my grandparents live in Florida, so I'd go see them. Right. Really, honestly, I haven't had them thinking about it. I haven't really gone anywhere in kind of a while. Like I go to Florida to see them, which is nice, but like, yeah, the last time I went know, on a tropical vacation, it was like with my family for like a winter break thing, like years ago. Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere in a while. We need to make that happen. I'm busy. Yeah, and it's like yeah, we should. Live a little a little a little podcast trip could you imagine we go on a trip and every day we record an episode uh, that would be like crazy vlogmas, oh <laughs> also two things no one thing last update which is new for shay too i tend to do this and pop this but i was talking to stephanie Beggs, and she said she would love to come on for a second episode with us about the nclex so aren't explained round two that would be good Same- same with debt-free nurse. She said she wants to come on and do a payday routine. So two super exciting guests, including Bree Bree the nurse. So three super exciting guests we're working on. We just have to get a good schedule down. So that should be exciting. But let's hear your updates, Shay. Um, man, I'm <laughs> trying to think over here. <laughs> I, it's new with me. I feel like literally nothing. I signed up for triple critical contract and then for July, but then they cancel it halfway through the July. So I only get two shifts, which is fine. That's more than I normally do. So I did one of my extra shifts today, which was good. And then well, my sister's home from college right now. So then going to go home actually tonight and spend the next couple of days with my family. No, no. Abby's in nursing school for the summer. So she's just home till the fifth and then she'll go back to school. Yeah. Um, I had something that was new in my life and I can't really remember what it was. It must not be that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, literally just been working and hanging out with my family and that's about it. I'd- Are you loving oh. Texas? Yeah, it's nice. Um, I so got some vacation. <gasps> Are those loops? Yes, I got Lulu sneakers. I'm very excited. I've been wanting them for a while and I just never caved and bought them. Aren't they so comfy? I've, yes, I've been wearing them to work and there's so and so many people have com- commented on them being like, what kind of shoe are those? Where'd you get them? The arch That's- support in those is unmatched. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, so that's really it. Just been hanging out. You're an on cloud girl, aren't you? I have, I got on clouds as well because I like to run in those. So these are going to be my work shoes. I just got on cloud cloud monsters. They're like the thick ones. Big ones. Yeah. I haven't um gotten them yet, but I'm so excited. Yeah. That's All right. It. Shall we get into it? Yeah. I can start us off. So six things that you need to know if you're going to work in the hospital at the bedside and what we wish we knew. So number one, also, for, I was just say for context, I, in case you're new here, Kat works in labor and delivery and I work on a bone marrow transplant floor. Yes. Just background. That might, that might frame what we say very nicely. Um, okay. So number one for me, we're let's alternate Shay. Um, okay. There 
are most definitely going to be days where you can't process your shift until afterwards. As a new grad, I really struggled with that because I wanted to understand every little single thing that happened, every single little thing that happened. But sometimes in an emergency, you have to just watch and re-debrief it later. And once I've seen like a few traumatic for the, for the like care team events, that kind of clicked for me because there were a few weeks ago where we had a really hard situation on our floor and it happened at like 8.30, 8.45. And then we had the whole shift re- left and it was a crazy day. And we felt sick to our stomachs because of this horrible patient scenario that happened but we couldn't process it until we gave report at 6 30 p.m and it just kind of all clicked for me where it's like it's hard to be okay with that but you you're there to do a job and it's okay and you're all gonna be in the same boat so there's definitely gonna be days that are I don't know if I want to use the word traumatic because I don't want it to be that serious but for lack of a better word we'll use that um So just don't forget to process those type of days, whether it be talking it out or just thinking about it. Sometimes I just like think about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that person did this and that was amazing and I should have done this or blah, blah, blah. Um, But crazy stuff happens in the hospital. And I think too, sometimes even not just right after your shift, sometimes it takes me a couple of days to process something. I'll be home and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I just start thinking about it. So true. But I think- have to take the time to think about it instead of just blocking it out. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, there's a time and a place, but it has to be done. Yeah. All right. Let's hear um, number, two. number two. Number one for me <laughs> is, uh, I know we say this all the time, but don't be afraid to ask questions. Like if you have a question about, especially if you're new or even when I was switching, floors from surgical oncology to BMT. It's the same patient population of oncology, but they are very different worlds and like meds are different and different things they do. And especially in BMT, research is changing all the time. Procedure, like common practice is changing constantly. So um, like, yes, do your own research, look on up to date, ask your like senior nurses, like, Hey, this is you know, you can sometimes you Google search a med or like look it up on what's the Lex, uh, LexiConf or whatever. But um, if it's something that you really don't know, like even don't be afraid. I do this a lot to um, just like shoot the provider message and be like, hey, saw you ordered this. Um, I You could even say I've seen it given in this context. Um, sometimes patients ask you too. So sometimes patients will ask you too, and like, you want to make sure that you are able to answer with a reason for why you're doing something. So like, for example, one of my patients the other day had IgG multiple myeloma and basically the antibody, he had altered mental status intermittently, also a dialysis patient, um, basically the antibody, they thought the the altered mental status was due to the antibody building up in his brain. So what they did, they did this it's thing called a plex where they had one of the apheresis nurses come up with this big like cylinder like machine 
And then through they hooked up this dialysis cath to the machine and pull they pull all the blood out and it spins around in this machine, separates the red blood cells from the plasma, and the plasma is what's holding on to all the antibodies. And then the plasma would essentially go into a giant Ziploc bag above the machine. And then they replaced all the plasma with albumin to like keep the fluid shifting normal and all that stuff. But it was crazy to see how much better his mentation was even a couple hours later. And like, it's something I'd never seen done. And I even like, I haven't been on that floor that long. So I had asked some of the more senior nurses like, Hey, do you mind just explaining to me what this is? And I had asked the provider like, Hey, in case the patient asks, like, how am I best able to explain it? I know you went over it with them, whatever. And a lot of the senior nurses were like, honestly, we don't even see it that often. So I can't, I don't really know. So when I asked the provider, gave me like a detailed explanation about the antibodies and why they were doing it. And then when apheresis showed up, I went in there and I was like, Hey, like, can you just explain what you're doing? And what how you got? Working? Yeah. And it, he was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like whatever. And it was cool. Like you learn to, you learn something new and you just shouldn't be no, the nine times out of 10 people aren't going to treat you like, Oh my gosh, you don't know that right. they're going to be like, really they're going to be happy that you asked. Like even the provider was like, no, I was like, sorry, I'm asking you a lot of questions, but he's like, no, I'd rather you ask. And like, it's nice that you actually care. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to ask. Completely agree. And my second one kind of piggybacks off of that. It's that you're always going to be learning and you can't forget that. Shay and I were talking before we started recording about how it was July 1st and the intern started um, the first year residence. And I had an extern today uh, I have an extern for eight weeks and fun. I, it's so fun. She's the best. Um, but I, one of the first things we do when we look at a patient's chart is we go to the H and P and the intern is usually the one who writes the H and P. So today we were doing the H and P and she said to me, you know, there's nothing really in here. Like or <laughs> anything in here. And I was like, you know what? It's July 2nd. <laughs> they just started yesterday. Let's get them. Oh. They're probably still writing their notes. It was like 9 a.m. They're probably still here from night shift. Um, but it it serves as a reminder when that happens. Like you can't be, first of all, if you are new, you can't be embarrassed of it because everybody was new. Um, and you absolutely have to ask questions. And if you're going to work in the hospital, if you're going to work anywhere in the medical field, you have to stay current on your readings. And that doesn't mean you have to like sit down and read articles all day, but you have to have to know what the standard of care is and be a little bit involved because the hospital is like, it does not stop. And it's, it's just, a revolving door. Yeah. exactly. It's a revolving door. Like it's like New York city. The city doesn't sleep. We are like, you just got to do what you got to do. Um, so you have to keep learning. You have to want to learn. And even the most senior nurses will see something and they're like, Oh my gosh, I have never seen that. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm so glad I'm seeing this in year two of my career so that I can have all this experience. Um, and it's a good reminder to be, if you aren't new, or even if you are new and later on when you're not that new to be patient with their yes. people because you yep. were there once too. I know people, nurses get very annoyed with the residents, but it's like, they're new. Annoyed with us we too. <laughs> have no idea what to do. And like, yeah. you know, there's a learning curve for everyone. Yep. Absolutely. That's a huge one. This is, I guess this is number three. Number three. Yes. Yeah. Wait, it's number four. 
Is it? Because you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, some days you're going to feel like an amazing nurse. Like you went above and beyond. You didn't just show up to check off your tasks. You really like put a lot of thought into other things going on with the patient and how it all fits together. And you ad or you advocated really well for your patient or whatever it might be. And you leave work feeling like I love this job and it's so fulfilling. And other days you're going to feel like kind of inadequate for lack of a better way of putting it. Mm -hmm. And I even know like one of the nurses I work with has been a bedside nurse for like 20 years. And even she said she feels that way sometimes. Like, cause I was at work the other day and it was just, a, there's a lot going on. And I felt like, you know, you're so scattered all day and you feel like you're trying to catch up or like, mm -hmm. I don't know, something really threw you off and you did for whatever reason, you just couldn't shake it. And yeah. you just playing catch up all day and like, you could have been better. And yeah, you took care of your patients. You did what they, you met their needs, but you weren't the best that you know you could be. Yeah. So you leave, you go, and like I have these spirals where I'm like, I need a different job. I need something that's easier, <laughs> less stressful. I'm like, I'm not that good of a nurse. But then I'm like, I am a good nurse and I did yeah. all the things I need to do. But for me, being a good nurse is being above and beyond, not just doing the nursing care, but like taking time to talk with the patient and like make them feel heard or like, mm -hmm. I don't know, finding out things outside of their medical care that, and get, I don't know, leaving room for interruptions and like, yep. Maybe just knowing, having time to read through all the notes or yeah, put it on exactly. mind or whatever it might be. And sometimes you just don't have time to do all that. Mm -hmm. And you just go home and, or like, sometimes you don't get something in report. And then yep, the other day, I didn't get that this in report that the surgery team was going to come and try, try to place an NG tube on my patient. I didn't get anything about it. And they were there at change of shift right after night shift left. And the surgery fellow was like, really so rude to me and I didn't even know the patient I had just I was in the middle of getting a report on still my other patients and she was like awful to me so mm -hmm. rude and it really threw off my whole and the whole rest of the day just because of the way she spoke down to me and I was so upset at the end of the day that I let that kind of ruin my day mm -hmm. and make me feel right because then I went home and I was like no I am a good nurse and just because she was in a bad mood for whatever yeah. reason you know, sometimes you just have to put it into context. And yes, there are days where you will feel like, wow, I tackled everything on my to-do list and I did things that weren't on my to-do list and went above and beyond. And other days you're going to be just doing the things on your to-do list and barely getting by. <laughs> exactly. That is so true. And I resonate with that so much. I always say, you're going to laugh when I say it because I always say it, but it's such a team sport being a nurse. And sometimes you just have a bad game. Like sometimes you just do. Yes. Like if you've ever played any sport or been involved in any like hobby. Sometimes you just have an off day and that's fine. Every day is not going to be good. And two, I think especially as nurses, you are expected to perform at 100% every time you show up to work. And like, yes, you have to be on your A game because you, other people's lives are in your hands. Right. But you're... You're human. Yeah, you're also human. And sometimes you're just getting getting through the day and doing your tasks and that's all you can yep. do. Which is another reason why, like, if you aren't on your best game and you know it, ask questions. If you don't know, just ask. Just ask for help. Yeah. Hey, I, yes. I don't think and I'm like, going to get this out. To, 
or like reach out to other people. Like today, one of my friends at work was really had was drowning, had so much stuff to do. Her, her, her like patient load was super heavy. I was also super busy, so I couldn't even help her. And one of the other nurses was hanging out and he was like, how can I help you? Yeah. And Use she your was resources. Like, well, I have, like, I have blood products to hang. I have all this stuff to do. And he was like, well, let me hang your blood for you. Yeah. Like that's a time consuming process, but that's like a team player, you know, we're yep. all there to take care of the patients just because it's your patient that day doesn't mean they're not. Exactly. Exactly. I love that one. Okay. Number five, we're, we're getting there. Shaysky. We are getting somewhere. <laughs> so number five for me, um, this is different than the one that I had shared with you, Shay. Um, but I think it's really important is just that every single person in anywhere, but in the hospital, especially is going through something on every little spot of the spectrum that you could possibly imagine. They have those commercials where you see people walking through a hospital and you see exactly why they're there. Like mom is dying of cancer. First baby was just born. Um, Father's in the ICU, like all this stuff. And then think about the housekeeper's Um, today the housekeeper was working a double. She works six to three as a housekeeper and then three to 11 as a CNA downstairs. And it's just all these, all of this to say, just be kind. We're all on the same team. And if someone is stressed or if it's an emergency, yeah, of course they might say something in a tone that's a little bit short. So don't take things personally, but whenever you can control it, just be kind. We're, we're all there to do the same job. So I think for me, that was those two things go hand in hand to not take things personally, but just to be kind because it's yeah so hard to work in that place. And I think too, if you just have the mentality of being kind to everyone that you come into contact with while you're at work, your experience at work is going to be so much more pleasant. And like, even among the texts or even like, housekeeping I see some of those people all the time if you, then if, if you call them to ask them to do something for you yeah. they're a lot more likely to do it because you are kind to them right versus you never say hello or whatever it might be it's not me versus so, you whatever it is yeah goes a long way and everyone has a job to keep the whole hospital functioning and everyone's job is exactly. equally as important so exactly um I couldn't decide what my last one should be because it's just hard because there's so many things that you want to like emphasize but I'd say if something to know before you start your nursing job yeah if you're a new nurse you're going to have a preceptor for a long period of time you're not going to be alone for a while but like tonight um I gave report to there were three new grads who it was all their first night on their own which is so exciting that's so exciting but also so mean that they did that to them (laughs) Well, the, then they also had the, like, the old guards, like, oh, the good, OG. good, good, good. The pillars of the unit were also working, so they were all fine. Because <laughs> um, I asked one of the girls that I'm friends with, I was like, are you so excited? She's like, I'm kind of stressed that we're all here together. I'm like, no, but you also have, I was like, you should feel very safe. <laughs> like, right, right. Um, but yes, you're going to have some, and they have resources for a while. Like, you always have a resource, even though they're not assigned to you, but I think it's so easy sometimes to doubt your gut instinct on something like in an emergent situation. 
especially when you're new, it is so easy to just kind of get overwhelmed and not be able to think, but just take a moment and take a deep breath and think because you know more than you think you do. And you have that job for a reason. You're supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Like think about how am I going to assess this patient? What is going to be best for this patient? Let me do a set of vitals. See what those are. Let me call someone else in here. If I need to just another set of eyes and then decide, do I need to call rapid? Do I just need to get the provider here? Or if you know what, if you're just not sure, and you've got a bad feeling, hit the rapid button. No one's yeah. ever going to penalize you for that. You know, like yeah. trust your gut. And I think that's something that takes time to develop and really feel confident in, but you got to just take a second to acknowledge that you are supposed to be there for a reason. And you did make it through nursing school and you got this job, you got hired. You're in, especially when you get off of orientation, you're, you made it through all the training. Like if you weren't right. supposed to still be on, if you weren't supposed to be off orientation, you would still be on it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's a big, it's a, it's scary, but you're very capable. I love it. What a good way to wrap it up. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You loved six things you need to know before you get to work in the hospital. We will be back soon with exciting guests and regular episodes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of going to work on our uh, schedules. and But we won't stop bringing you content. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed and that you're, if you're, if you're starting somewhere new soon, you're going to be fine and <laughs> it's, it's going to be fun and exciting. Yes. And yeah, we hope you guys like this episode. That's a wrap. Good night. See you next time.